Welcome to All Worth State of the Industry. Uh, we're here with Jeff DeBoer today. Jeff joined All Worth last year. We're going to hear his journey and why he chose to essentially merge his RAA with Allworth's RAA. So, Jeff, thanks for taking some time out of your, your – I would say you're super busy, but now that you're a partner with Allworth, I'm sure it's hardly working. I out. have all kinds of time on my hand now. <laughs> <laughs> no, in, all, in all seriousness, thanks, though. Um, Thank you. So uh, get, get, what, what, what brought you to the point of deciding to, to join forces with us? Probably I think one of the, the, the key forces for me was I had a, a, a very large concern of – for our clients of what would happen if something happened to me. So about three years ago, I was out sick for a little while. And then of course this last year during COVID, you know, it all, this had always been a priority, but it moved to the top of the list because number one commitment I've always had to our clients is I'm going to make sure you're going to be in great shape no matter what. Um, well, the problem with that is, is what if something happens to me, whether I get sick, I, I, I have an accident or, or even worse. So, so about a little over two and a half years ago, I started working on, um, succession plan and I really did it. I did it differently than I think a lot of, a lot of, uh, advisors have done. I actually hired a firm to assist me on um, succession planning. on succession planning. So yeah. Said, so this really, is my problem. Please help me solve this. Exactly. Exactly. And we looked at every type of option. Um, I, um, I looked at buying a firm. I looked at merging with similar type firms we looked at hiring a number of people that would take way and way when too you long say you looked at this did you have conversations with other people did you actively pursue those and then said this isn't what i want i had over 25 conversations yes and so we eliminated a lot of them um over over time and narrowed down we actually in uh, a little over a year ago we were um actually real close with with one firm um, but there were things that, that, that came up and I realized I was looking for the perfect fit. And in fact, some people told me that maybe my expectations were too high and that I, I, I never, I never go with that. I think it's important to have high expectations and, and do everything we can to, to meet those expectations, especially for, for our clients you know, what we do for them is so critical. And so my objective was to find a firm a larger firm that was just like me. Right? And so I'm looking all over the country, you know, and here the right answer is literally right in my own backyard. <laughs> yeah, we are, our offices were. <laughs> exactly. We're, we're literally. <laughs> it's both in Sacramento region. Uh, oh, in fact, it's funny because the, the local office um, where, where I am, I started my practice back in 2003 up on the third floor in that same exact building. <laughs> so, now, right? so now I'm on the first floor. I tell, <laughs> I tell people now that I'm older, I can't take the stairs to the third floor, oh, so I'm yeah. on the first floor. So. How old are you today? I'm 57. 57. I'm 55, so okay, yeah. you're much older. We're, we're close. Yeah, you don't look a, a day lot. beyond 56, by the way. So yeah. I actually started going backwards at age 50, so 43. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so uh, give it, give, and what was the size of your firm when you when you merged in with Allworth? Yeah, so we have a we had 160 households um, and 180 million in assets that we were managing. And give me your background on what what was your career journey? How did you end up going independent and having your own practice and all yeah, that? So I it was it's interesting because I actually started um, I started in the financial services industry um, back in back in college. Worked on the banking side, 
actually was an insurance agent for um, a little while. and uh, With one of the, that's where I started, yeah, Lincoln National. Okay, yeah, so I started at Prudential. Okay. Um, so I was as <laughs> Project bro- 100. Yeah, I was as broke as can be and uh, <laughs> working my tail off all the time. And But I ended up, um, I actually ended up in the bank channel. I was an investment advisor in the bank side and then moved up through the ranks. Um, ended up being a, a senior VP of a firm managing investment programs for for banks. So I was on the road all the time. I had um, over 200 advisors working for me at one time. Um, and it got oh, to, wow. yeah, it was, it was uh, I mean, I really loved a lot of what I was doing. But what I found is, you know, with, with the firms um, that we were working with, is I struggled because I really didn't feel that, that a lot of these investment programs were truly doing they weren't putting the client first well just the structure of them it just the structure yeah Yeah. and you got a brokers changing absolutely so my objective and i knew at some point that i so you were no longer personal production i guess that's what they called it back then no i hadn't been in personal (laughs) production. yeah yeah i I hadn't been you know an advisor i was in management for years um and i i decided back in uh, 2003 that I wanted to start my own firm, um, and literally started from scratch with, with zero clients. I had a, uh, had an executive suite. Um, and, and how old were you at that time? I was. Uh, that was. Was eighteen? Twenty years. Yeah, ago, twenty years. Okay. Almost. Yeah, almost twenty yeah. years ago. Yeah. So late, late thirties. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, and so built it from from scratch. Um, I did a lot of the things that. It's never uh, easy, is it? No, not at all. I mean, I was doing. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know anyone who's had uh, an easy road. <laughs> I was doing, um, you know, just a ton of education, um, and I mean, I, it was funny because back then I sort of followed what Allworth was doing very closely and tried to try to mirror some of it. Like, yeah, we were so known we did, as handsome McLean back then. Handsome McLean back then, yeah. So, so we did. Um, I did a lot of um, educational workshops. We were doing dinners and things back then and just started to build the practice and take great care of people. And, um, and very quickly, uh, most of our new client relationships came to us from referrals from our existing clients. So, I mean, we believe very strongly in education and that's why I mean, that was a big part of why I thought this was such a great fit too. Yeah. So, so build the practice. It's now uh, what you spent two and a half years ago, you said you started this process. So you're roughly 55. Correct. Um, yeah. Yeah. I would imagine. I mean, the firm was quite profitable at that point. Yeah, right? we were. But I had reached, you know, I had reached a level where um, my my stress level, and I'm, you've probably heard there so many times, my stress level was so high because I, like so many other advisors, you know, I wanted to be a financial planner and I wanted to take phenomenal care of our clients. Mm-hmm. And I think we've done a That's really good job doing that. That's what makes a good planner, that. right? Absolutely. But what happens is as a business owner, the needs of the business continue to grow and grow and grow. Um, so I found in some weeks I was spending over 50% of my time managing the business and everything that goes along with that and not as much time with clients that they that they deserve. And that's really where I saw I need, I need to make a change. Yeah, and it was either spend more time managing the business, absolutely like buying a smaller firm, exactly, like doing, exactly. Right? Yeah, and it's actually actually it's not a bad opportunity for someone who wants to you know, really push it for a while. Right, right. Uh, I think there's true. I was to, I had uh, coffee with a young man. He was maybe thirty. He was a wholesaler for somebody, then bought a small practice, and he we're having coffee. He was kind of just picking my brain, wanted some advice, and I said, 
if I were 30 with a small practice, I would buy another small practice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a, the majority of advisors have less than $100 million. Right. It's, there's, right. I think there's actually an opportunity. Um, oh, I agree. In a lot yeah. of those smaller smaller practices and comes with an advisor and everything. But um, but that didn't sound appealing to you, I guess. No, you know, and I, I wanted to really do my due diligence and weigh all the pros and cons of all the different options. Because I my goal is I want to be able to sit in front of our clients and look them straight in the eye and tell them no ifs, ands, or buts. This is by far the best thing that we can do to ensure that you're well taken care of and your family and your kids are well taken care of for the rest of your life. And you joined us October, of, yeah, October, October, uh, October 1st. 2021. Okay. Right, yeah. uh, I thought it was earlier in the year, but just October. Um, and when did, when did we start having conversations? It was during the summer, um, June, July. Okay, so that was frame. pretty quick. Yeah, so it, it really did, and I mean, and you it, knew it was, us. I did. Right? Yeah, I knew, and it, yeah, and, it, and um, might have been a little bit before before that. And we had at that um, at that point, we had narrowed down to sort of the top three options, um, and then the top two options, which obviously all worth was was one. Were we the high bidder? Nope, we were not. No. By the way, I didn't know the answer to that question. No, you did throw no. it out right now. No, so. you were not. And, it's, and um, I've shared this story um, a little bit with you before, but I had a, I had a, a personal family situation that was that we were going through at the time, and I literally made the decision at three o'clock in the morning when I was just you know sitting there thinking, and I said, "What firm will truly, truly?" Help me take the best care of our clients and be there no matter what. And I thought back to many conversations that I had with you and that I had with with Pat, and it was a no-brainer. I actually had a I had a um, a meeting scheduled the next day, another due diligence meeting with the other firm, and I, I called them and I just let them know sort of what was going through going, going through my mind and uh, and made the decision that day. Um, and it was by far the best decision I could I, have ever I actually made. Actually, you tell me that night, we had already, yeah. we already put you down as a yes before that. <laughs> <laughs> I think Pat said, Oh, he's, he's, he's yeah. a no brainer. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's old. You know? <laughs> That's funny. I imagine we were in the ballpark on price wise. So yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting because, uh, most advisors, most advisors, it's really kind of this, the same sort of journey. They want to make sure their clients are taken care of. They want to make sure that that they've got some autonomy in their life right. and Absolutely. whatever's whatever's going on in their life. You had a family right. issue. You want to make sure you had some, yeah. some control of your 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 time so you can deal with those things. And then, of course, value for the businesses. Absolutely. Well, and also taking care of the team was really important for me too. And they've been really, in fact, they're yeah. You know, let's talk about it because it doesn't it doesn't always work out for team members, right? Our, we're a growing organization, right? So I think we've got sixty some odd open uh, requests for employees this year. And so a lot of those we'll find when our firms that join forces. And for us, would there's good staff would love to keep them. We're not like growing and whacking right. staff, so we always want to keep staff. And our experience has been most of the time it works out well. Oftentimes people have greater responsibilities, doing they have a leadership role in the organization. But sometimes people just they they went to work for a small company and they don't like being part of a big company. So right, yeah. what's it like with you? You know, I found I had um, I actually just had one of our team members that just retired, literally just retiring this this week. Um, but one of my primary team members um, who does a phenomenal job is absolutely loving it. Um, you know, one of the first things you know, what 
what I think has worked so well is we still feel like a small firm and we're still acting like a, a small firm, but we have all of this support of a large firm, you know? So instead of, she, you know, she's not on her own anymore. When there are questions, she needs help. She has a whole group of people now that she can go to. Um, and, you know, one of the other, I think, great benefits um, are truly the benefits as well. You know, being a small firm, we couldn't do nearly what a large firm. So yeah, they were, true. so the, the team was as excited as can be about having all these benefits okay. too. <laughs> it was a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. And so was I, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and they've all stuck around except for the one who just retired. That's right. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you were, were you broker dealer affiliated or a pure RA? I was, I had a, like about 3% broker dealer yeah. affiliation. Yeah. So almost all RAA. And when you when you transferred over, converted over, did you have to? Uh, was it just as, as matter a simple matter of just changing on the ADV and the clients say, "Fine, go ahead and have a new advisor." Yeah, yeah no. We, so we did have or TD or one of those. Yeah, or? So we were with NFS and we did have to do a full repaper. Um, thankfully, we had everything over. We had to ACAT everything um, over. So I won't say it was the smoothest process in the world, but it actually went much better than I thought it might go. So um, we did, you know, just between our team and the team at Allworth, I mean, everyone really banded together so well. And we did, it's all about the work that you do up front in preparation. Um, so, you know, on on closing day, um, all the DocuSigns went out and we had webinars with, with clients. We had, I had meetings with literally every client, either on Zoom or phone, you know, in the month before the merger. And in under two months, we had literally all but one client and all of their assets. I think we had over 100% assets because we had some additions. Um, they were at, with Allworth in, in, in two, months. two months. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. so it really it was a, just a great, it was a great team effort, great process. And only one client place. didn't want to go along? One client, yeah. I like... I like what was his, her excuse? Oh, I thought you were going to say, what's her name? No, no, no. <laughs> no, her, no, 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 she actually lives, what was she? Yeah, okay. she, she lives out of town and, um, oh my gosh, she sent me the, the, the most wonderful letter in the world. And she said, I just want you to know it has nothing to do with you, but I'm getting older and I, you know, I like to come and see you in person. And I, uh, I decided to work with an advisor that's right down yeah, the street. Just, she, was already, so, she was already, yeah, considering it she was already considering it. She was already considering it. Our so, experience has yeah. been, it's. It's less than one percent don't come over. It's usually a small handful, dependent, and it's it's typically someone who's all. They probably would have left in the last Correct. next year or so. Yeah. Anyway, it was just yeah. kind of the final straw. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for clients, what you know, their their number one question they want to make sure that I'm not going anywhere. Their two questions are: Are you leaving? Are you going to be your advisor? And will my fee change? Right. So yes, I'm going to be your advisor. No, your fee's not changing. And in fact. We're going to be able to do so much more for you um, for that advisory fee than we ever have before. Um, what and so what? Here we are now, a uh, few months down the road, four months down the road. What has gone better than expected? Number one, and then number two, uh, what's an area of maybe uh, disappointment or friction or something that hasn't met your expectations? I think what's what's gone better than expected is nothing is ever going to to go perfect. And anytime you go through major changes like this, you expect hiccups. Um, and what I found is 
as we experience those hiccups and we bring the right people in, in place to, to help us fix some of these, these hiccups, um, everyone was so eager and just so positive and really wonderful to work with to ensure that this went as smoothly as possible. One of the other things I, I, I think was so beneficial is as we went through the merger, we had planning meetings every single week. Um, once a month, we had feedback meetings in which we're still having today. And the, the objective is is to really help, you know, help ensure that we get ec- better. Absolutely. Um, we don't just acknowledge and ignore? No, not at all. So, I mean, and that's, there have been, it's actually really exciting because there are also a lot of ideas that partners bring to the table. And we've seen, we've seen this just more recently. I know a couple that we have, we're, we're uh, um, opening an office in a retirement community. Um, yeah, you move in your office? Yeah, we're moving, yeah, we're moving in our office to smack dab in the middle of, of a Sun City the, the, retirement community. Oh, um, really? Yes. And, and so it's, it's pretty exciting because there's just, we have, Probably sixty percent of our clients that live there now. The potential Do you really? is huge there too. But we're actually working. Um, we're all working together to to hopefully make this a model for other retirement communities across the country as well. So I just love that synergy because these are types of things that I would have to have conversations with myself and talk to myself about what I would like to do, and then have to try to implement it myself too. So so now it's we just have. You know, between all of us together, um, it's exciting because I think we can do such a better job for our clients who we have. But I, I just, I was sharing this with a client um, that lives in that community just the other day, and they said, "Oh my gosh, Jeff, we can bring so many people to come and see you now because they're going to all kind of come in their golf carts, yeah. Oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really. It's <laughs> Are there many competitors in there too? AJ Edwards have an yeah, office. No, or? no one like us. If it's really AJ Edwards still exists. Edward yeah, Jones. No, I mean. Edward Jones. <laughs> that's, that's been Edward 15 Jones. years or something. <laughs> I think there was Fargo or something. <laughs> yeah. Now. yeah. Um, yeah. So there's really there's. There's no one that's completely independent and comprehensive like we are. So it's really exciting because in the community, everyone knows the Allworth name and the DeBoer name is well known as well. So we're really going to co-brand this yeah, now together just, kind of just to take great care shake of Shake the people. trees so, a bit. Yeah, right? yeah. So and it's, I, I think there's a lot, you know, there's across the country, there's so many. I mean, they need help and they need independent advice too. So the opportunities are, are, are big. So... One of the things that all worth, we have a, what we call our partners council, and this is comprised of other people that have merged in with us, partners, uh, and you're now our shareholder and partner in, right. in the organization. Uh, what's your experience been like with the partners council, and what are your hopes and expectations going forward? What do you think that's going to do for, one, giving you an outlet right. uh, and some influence, and, uh, and two, how do you think it's going to impact the organization? It was interesting. My very, uh, you might remember this, my very first week I was fortunate in the first partners council meeting that where everyone got together, everything was Zoom before, was in, in Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. And it was very literally my very first That's week. That's why I didn't so realize my, how funny yeah. you were. You're so, like a comedian. <laughs> so <laughs> my, uh, me in so stitches. Thank goodness I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was, um, that was my, and what a great, I was, I was very, uh, I felt very blessed that, that it worked out that way because I had a chance to really spend some good quality time with everyone and really learn all about all worth and the vision and, and what's so important. And I, I walked away really realizing 
how closely um, our two firms really mesh together. You know, obviously Allworth is a, a huge version of, of what we are, but I walked away um, just meeting some great people, um, building some, some great relationships. But I always, I think the most important thing is I walked away realizing that we all have the same goal and the same objective as well. Things are going to happen, but we just all work together to, to, um, to get it fixed. And it's nice just not feeling like I'm on my own anymore. And, and do you feel that the Partners Council, you're going to be able to add some additional value to the organization through that? And Absolutely, yeah, especially with the current initiative that we're working on. And, and I'm seeing just a lot of, um, I think, a lot of really positive changes within the Partner Council in just the short time that I've been with, with Allworth. And I, I think and I, I commend. Yeah, well, I led it for a while. And then I'm thinking it's probably best if someone other than me, me leads it. Okay, yeah. And uh, so now it's led by someone who's joined similar to you. Someone who's a part. Yeah, yeah. Someone who's a partner. And, and I think one of the things that I loved is that Allworth truly realizes that, you know, so many of the partners, I think all the partners that have joined, you know, over the last couple of years all have some great strengths, but they're all a little bit different as well. So we're already seeing this as a lot of these, a lot of these various strengths. It's like, instead of, instead of just saying, yeah, let's just do it. The all worth, way yeah all the all worth way is the best it's like well wait a minute what in some of these areas what a partner is doing might be really great so um as well so we're already starting to see that and and as you mentioned there's a partner that's leading that um that charge now and i i'm seeing a lot of good things ahead i think it's in the beginning stages but um i think it's yeah i i think it's pretty powerful i've got a lot of hope because what like i view you as my client i don't really have any regular clients any longer i've my my the partners that's that's what I, I my my objective is that this next chapter of your life is one of the most rewarding professionally um and and if we can make it that way then the, the organization is going to win and, and part of that is is you're obviously a bit entrepreneurial you left the big company went and started your own worked your tail off to try to convince people that to, to give give their life savings to this little one-man shop out of right right, right exactly right? I, I know. Uh, um, yep. And so we don't want to squash that, and you don't want to have that squashed either, right? No, There's absolutely. Some, some juices there, that absolutely, like flowing, so. absolutely. And that's that's really where I see I see the future with Allworth because it really is. I was looking for the best of both worlds. I wasn't sure that I was going to be able to find it, but I did find it. And like I said, I, yeah, I, I didn't. I really didn't have to. I could have been here. A year and a half ago, because <laughs> I was looking all over the place well, instead I of think my own backyard. I was probably a prudent journey to go through. Absolutely, right? I feel really good about going through that that due diligence journey. Absolutely, I, I, I as I think about it, um, quite a few of the firms that that have joined us went through a a long process. Yeah. And I know when we when we took on private equity, we had talked to a number of different. Sure, we were at a point we were kind of Pat McLean and I were kind of stuck. We were a little over $2 billion, but we were at that point where we would have to invest quite a bit to take us to the next level. And part of it, we just didn't have quite the same risk tolerance we did when we were. Sure. Really absolutely. Right? I mean, absolutely. We don't want our lifestyles to, to go backwards at this point. Um, and and so we had, we talked to a number of different firms and similar to you, like, we, did we sell into this firm? Do we do all these different things? And we ended up finding a private equity partner that we really, really liked um, and was a phenomenal uh, run with them. Um, but... Um, I, I think it, I think it makes sense for people to have as many conversations as possible because then you can kind of say, eh. I mean, like this is <laughs> um, like 
my wife and I, we we both had dated a few other people, and I, I, I must admit that a handful of girls that I dated before my wife, like, I kind of like, I, uh, this is a this is a non-starter. Oh, I need this, uh, right? I, <laughs> you know? I hope you lost that phone book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I brought that up. <laughs> hope she doesn't listen to this one. <laughs> but even kind of when you were starting off earlier talking about looking for the perfect firm, I did think, kind of think of that. It's like I know those guys who are 55 years old and have never been married because they haven't found the right woman. I'm thinking, mm. you might. <laughs> Good luck. Right? I'm sure there's Good thousands luck. that went by that would have been just fine. Absolutely. That's, that's great. <laughs> anyway, I greatly appreciate you taking some time today, Jeff. Oh, thank you so much, Scott. And if you want to learn more about Allworth and um, maybe hear some stories of some other people that have joined us, go to our web our website, allworthpartners.com. Allworthpartners.com. It is a specially designed website just for other advisors that um, are considering making a, a similar kind of uh, move in their life. So we'll see you next time. This podcast has been brought to you by Allworth Financial, a registered investment advisory firm with the Securities and Exchange Commission.